0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Dual Candle Radio with Lenora Sarver. we got another great show. It would behoove you to stay tuned in. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I want to thank everyone for listening, and let's get right into it. I have a lot to cover in a very short time. So, we're going to start out with a weather update um, Tuesday. This past Tuesday, I was praying, and I heard God say, more flooding is coming. Now, from Tuesday, more flooding events did come, but unfortunately, my broadcast day is today for right now. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And also, I had prophesied a couple shows ago about, you know, January having slush and ice. Well, we actually have that in the forecast tomorrow be on the lookout for that. We'll see how that works out. Now, God is actually letting me know again. the last show, I was talking about drastic temperature changes. Basically, here in Northeast Ohio, we have had spring-like temperatures, which is very unusual for a January, but here we are. But we're going to see that back and forth, and it's going to intensify. God also warned me that there's going to be new illnesses... reactions from the human population in general to arise from these drastic temperature changes. So same thing back in the fall, whenever we had the drastic temperature changes, then people were getting headaches and migraines, etc. And it wasn't just from the solar flares. Um, we're going to be having new ones coming on the scene soon. He has not revealed as to what, but when he does, I'll mention it. Um, but basically, I had someone write into the site real fast and they were asking me why do you always prophesy about weather okay so for one before I answer that question I'm gonna say thank you I enjoy people you know writing in asking questions as soon as you do um, I will definitely get on one of my shows and I'll answer those questions now if you want me to say your name while I'm broadcasting um, I can just, you know, jot a little note in your email and I'll give you a shout out. If you don't, that's fine. That's totally understandable. I respect privacy and I'll just say the message and not the name. So today I did not have that information. So basically with me prophesying about weather and why God is having me to prophesy about weather at this time, we are in a very delicate climate situation. Okay. And with this, It's a lot of catastrophic events. There's a lot of catastrophic storms. There's temperature changes, seasonal changes, everything that is going on. God is letting me know and other prophets who are bold enough to stand up and speak it, letting them know as well so they can let the people know. And then he can move forward with what he is doing. Now, a lot of the times that God is telling me this stuff, it is before the weather people, meteorologists, etc., can actually get on board and say. So he's giving me a heads up and then they go and check their information and see that, oh my, uh, maybe it is true. So with the flooding, we're going to have to get a reservoir ready because, you know, last year God used me to prophesy about, you know, The summer is going to be brutal heat, extreme heat. Um, It was record breaking. This summer, worse. So whatever floodwaters we are getting right now, get them in reservoirs, get them stored up, you're going to need them. Because what we're going to have this summer especially is heavy evaporation. So you keep them in containers, you keep them out of ground, keep them stored, however you want to do it. Do that to avoid the evaporation. We're going to need to store this up and use it for our good and our need and necessity later. That is why he's bringing it. That is what he is doing. Will I continue? Now, this wasn't in the email, but will I continue to prophesy about weather alerts? Absolutely. Because the, the purpose for this is God is revealing hardship ahead of the weather forecasters. He is letting his genuine people know in advance how to prepare, how to protect themselves, how to get your family to safety, how to protect you, what you worked for, your livelihoods, your, your assets. You know, all this is in danger if you refuse to listen, because basically you're just going to be another person hanging off a tree, waiting for paramedics or the fire department, whoever to come fish you out the tree. Plain and simple will this iron out or get better? Not immediately. So as God reveals to me what is going on, then I get on here, I reveal it and we go from there and we just do our best to try to make it through. Now I did find a really neat weather story. Um, And it's from uh, the Washington Post and it was actually published two days ago. And it was talking about gator sickles. And I guess it's been, you know, some craze across social media that the alligators are frozen in the water and all they have is their noses up to where they can breathe. Well, you've got to think amphibians or those types of animals are cold-blooded, so it's not really going to affect them that much. They just need to get into a position and ride out until things thaw out and they can move again. But for them, it's just another form of hibernation. But to see the pictures of this, this was totally unusual. You don't see this kind of stuff. And all I can say is God never ceases to amaze me in all the details he does as he is performing his work across this world. And i tell you what, it's all the more reason to keep praising him more and more and more. So, with the drastic weather changes we have coming up, with more flooding coming up, with the new illnesses coming up on the scene, keep an eye on that. Keep ready. And that concludes this segment of a weather update. We're going to move on to the next segment. Be right back. Alright, I have basically labeled this segment just a political segment because basically it's about countries around the world World events that's going on right now, so I'm going to try to jam-pack everything together on this one. Alright. As you know, last week, God was having me to prophesy about turkey. Now, I've never even prayed for turkey. You know. Whichever. But, I was checking up on turkey today and last night. And, I tell you what. I have never really saw, like, 30-something different news articles, all pertaining around to the same thing, Sweden and the UN and the United States selling F-16 fighter jets to Turkey. But there's no other news articles. They've been all about those two topics. And, you know, it's interesting. It could be a limited view of what's going on over there. Well, guess what? I have God. He tells me And I really don't need your confirmation through news articles to see what he's doing over there. He will let me know. And he doesn't have me so busy with Israel to where I can't focus on other things. You know, one of the things he did when teaching me was to effectively multitask. Yeah. Either way, I'm having to reroute prayers, in a sense, because I'm wondering why are we selling fighter jets? And whose side is the U.S. on? Are we helping Turkey to uh, come against Israel? What's going on? God will reveal the true agenda. Just know. He is not slack like man in that area. And just because nothing may have happened since last week, doesn't mean nothing's going to happen. It's entirely up to God. He's, you know, in the past worked with me before and told me things that say in a February that didn't come to pass until October or something like that. But I'm not sitting over here sweating bullets or losing sleep waiting for it to happen. I trust what God says, just so you know. But I will be rerouting prayers to South Africa. So whenever God speaks about that, then I'll speak forth there. Either way, I hope I am wrong when it comes to the U.S. assisting in any way, shape or form. Um, We need to be on Israel's side. And I forget what outlet I was reading about, when I was talking about. They, they did a poll on who was on Israel's side and 67% of the vote was on Israel's side. Thank you. So, keep pushing forward. Israel, stay strong. As you can tell now, that court case coming against you for genocide doesn't really have a leg to stand on. You have kept perfect record. You are blameless in the the sight of God. So, stand strong. Enjoy the blessing of rain that God has brought your way, that he said he was bringing for the last two weeks. He is of his word and he upholds his word. So it's not necessarily me. I'm just the messenger. You know, I shouldn't be the main concern here. What should be the main concern is how God is actively with you, giving you the victory and it will not stop now. Stand firm. And I was reading some stuff about uh, China and China becoming a hornet's nest for just ridiculous stuff about Israel. You know, and here's the thing: what I've noticed is there was a huge ploy to change the narrative. And if they couldn't change the narrative of what actually happened on October 7th, they were going to do whatever they could to confuse others, the listeners, the watchers, the observers, those who have no idea what is going on on the ground. They have done and failed. But it's to the point where you have Vanity Fair making an article about who do we believe But that's what they wanted, folks. Stick with the original narrative. Become unmovable. It's not up for, oh, well, maybe it really happened like this or it happened like that. It's up for walking in the truth of the matter, holding on to it, and standing strong within the Lord. And that's what we're going to be doing here. And, you know, it's Holocaust remembrance right now. And with that, we have a lot to look back on. And we also have a lot of history being done now. Folks, the Jewish people cannot catch a break, but it's going to be all right. Because through prayer, through faith, and through the holy resilience only brought and given by God, we're going to make it through this. And this is what we have to stand on. And we had other stories about Biden in grave danger, about helping, you know, how he's going about Israel and stuff and how it's affecting him and etc. Well, let's hope Biden stays the course. Because God is watching. just so you know. But I tell you, God is not done. And all this stuff that is being spread through China about Israel that has no truth will be revealed and handled. And there will be no fighting it only repercussion unfortunately. But on another note, me being so focused on Israel who are here lately, I have literally not been talking about the United States. Hmm. Well, I would like to say happy anniversary and I'll tell you why. It was this time last year God was giving me a prophecy the border. I have that prophecy here in front of me. I took it down off my old profile because that's still getting tore down. Um, but I don't mind going back over it again. Because this is pretty much what got me shadow banned. Ah, but did you think shadow banning me and hushing me was going to make it go away? Hmm. No. God remembers. And he honors his word exactly a year today this was the vision that i had and i will recite it here it goes it says it's just some visions you do not want to have yet it's not up to us there's simply no picking and choosing the call is the call and we embrace it Last night after work, I was trying to relax, but I kept getting an unction that I needed to get set down and stable because something was coming. Mind you, I'm dealing with a horrible toothache, praying for that, and all I could see was visions of the Mexican border. So I'm praying and speaking out. Okay, Lord, let's get this pain under control so I can actually focus on what you're showing me. I waited a few more minutes, then felt the wave come through. Pain gone. I then heard the Lord say, "We've got to attend and get the border under control." I then saw another vision of what looked like bank logs, transfers, payments, and possibly millions, if not more." I heard God say, "There are many groups entering in through the border. Main groups that are prevalent are sex trafficking, from minors to adults globally. The responsibility of the border have been over all neglected. There is no monitoring of who is coming or going. There is also reduced staffing funding for proper protection and security. It is negligence. Then, we have a lot to clean up. It's time to get busy because soon the knowledge and evidence will be too much to ignore and sweep under the rug. I am fully aware. Many government agencies, administrations, and like watch my post. The ball is now in your courts. And that was the end of what I had posted that day. Well, from that time, we had let's see, Fox News went down there and took coverage. We had another guy who was over, I think, in Africa Station for a little bit in uh, third world countries. He came over and took note of what was going on and realized that we're literally America having our own third world country issue. So after that prophecy, I noticed uh, my post reach declined, my growth declined. It's like I was completely made invisible online. So I cut my losses, shut the profile down, and just got off social media. Yeah. Pursued other directions. I mean, as of now, I'm really not concerned whether I ever, you know, get my platform back or not. Because if you're going to be petty and take it away, instead of, you know stilling yourself in the sight of the Lord and saying, okay, what do I need to do about this situation? Now we have people stepping up all over the United States, attending this border issue, and they are not stopping. Pretty much looks like it's something they won't be able to sweep under the rug. Hmm. You see, God is not done and he's definitely not dead. So with this folks, get ready, will it be a war? No, no, but I will say those who are taking part now, this is what God was showing me before the show. And I had to go into prayer and see exactly how he wanted me to present this, you know, cause it's stuff like this. Those of you who have followed me, those of you who know what I was going through at the time. I hope now you can easily see how prophets in the past get beat up, killed, everything else because of what they're saying. And it's not even their fault. They're receiving it from God. But God has chosen them to speak to the nations. The only win-win situation is being in the presence of God and not having fear for anyone else but him. And that's what makes me able to keep going despite the governments around the world, etc., who don't want to hear me. It's whatever, but yet I want you to know it will be a battle within ourselves because we right now are divided within ourselves. We have, governor after governor around the United States who are willing to stand with Texas and come against these border issues. But then we have the courts, the Biden administration, who are not wanting to deal with this. And now the very rat race that Trump has been put under is exchanging and going to Biden. Because of his lack of stepping up and handling this stuff. Either way, it's going to be brought to the light. We're not going to be able to turn the other cheek. We're not going to be able to sweep it under the rug. And we're not going to be able to ignore this any longer. Something needs to happen. And everybody's like, well, we have uh, the potential of twenty to 30,000 people a day at times. And we're like, well... The real question is, why? And you need to think about the timing with this stuff, because the timing is vital. Now, people can talk all they want, but the actions behind it reveal the actual agendas. Why are we having an influx of crossings now? Would it be enough time to get them in? get them on the voter polls? Hmm? Or are they running out of time because they know someone's going to step up and have the border closed? Either way, time will reveal the truth. I'm still praying for America. You know, I haven't stopped just because my focus has been on Israel stays on Israel and I've been speaking out for Israel doesn't mean that I'm neglecting America and I've had people write in well why are you so focused on Israel don't you think about America it's like well why don't you let me do what God says and maybe you should go try to do what God says and worry about you but no no because bottom line is they didn't want me supporting Israel that's bottom line well guess what I'm still supporting Israel, yeah, and I'm not going to stop, why should I, I want to be there with them and watch them bring home the victory, watch them bring home the hostages in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Going to take a quick break, be right back with the next segment. a lot of people who have contacted me trying to figure out who's winning the next presidency. Well, you know, I kind of steer clear from that because I know what I'm praying for, but what I've been praying for doesn't always line up with what everybody else is wanting. Um, I will say that I hear the majority saying that they want Trump. They want Trump. And it's amazing how many religious groups and communities are standing behind Trump. Okay. He's actually one of the ones that I haven't been prophesying that much about this last year. Um, as soon as I saw that vision of him grasping his chest, and like I said in the last episode, and I think it was a 2023 year in review that, you know, there's no proof of that, etc. It's whatever. But after I saw that, I knew, And I've had dreams about him before that things were not working out. And here we are. He's been in a rat race. You know, the Biden administration wants to tear him apart and get him off being elected. They want him gone. You know, it's evident. You'd have to be a fool not to look and see this for yourself. But yet, folks, we need to see this for what it really is. We cannot be so blindsided, especially by what these other prophets are saying. Now, these other prophets are saying, oh, Trump's going to be president again. And this was in reference to the last election. Well, Trump didn't get in there. then you have the other, oh, he's going to be elected. And they're just hanging on to it for dear life. Folks, if you want to know what God told me that I did not reveal then, he sent a lying spirit throughout the prophetic community. That wasn't from God, okay? But this is how he divides the wheat from the chaff. Either way. How is that working out for you? Because all I've seen is news story after news story about how they're busting, you know, these prophets for proclaiming that Trump is going to be reelected as president, and he hasn't. But they're still holding on, dear life, to that. If only we could hold on to the spirit of the Lord like that instead of a lying spirit. And you know God sends lying spirits from time to time. And if you're unaware of that, then maybe you should go back to the Bible and start from the beginning and work your way through again. But we have a lot of big name ministries that are loyal to the point to where some of them are getting labeled extremist, mega extremist folks, I stay away from that. I stay above it. I stay on what God has me doing. No, thank you. Once he showed me exactly what was going on at that time, I had totally just turned away and went to wherever God was having me to be topic wise, content wise. Um, but I think the news article that I am about to read to you is going to blow some minds, but you need to know what is happening. And a lot of people you can tell them straight up, Hey, this is what's happening. Uh, And they will turn a blind eye because they have their mind made up or heaven forbid, they go outside their other Trump group and do their own thing. Let me tell you something for the entire period of my entire existence, I have not cared about what people think. I have made my own tracks, pioneered my own way, done my own thing until I came to God. And now I'm on His schedule and not my own. But I haven't cared what people thought. And I'm not starting now. So, I am not picking sides here. But I am revealing to you what you are dealing with, what you as the Church is supporting. And then I'm going to let you prayerfully. No, just take my word for it, okay? Go into your prayer rooms. Go into your war rooms and seek God about this so you can get in right standing this topic and understand what God's will is and keep yourself from blemish in the process. It's about remaining upright with God 24, seven folks, in case you forgot. All right. We got Post. It's a politics article published January 3rd, 2024. This is recent. Okay. And it says, psychic delivers prophecy for Trump. On Fox News, and it doesn't sound good. (sighs) said, Fox News' Jesse Waters asked a clairvoyant to give a reading on the former president. Now, here's the thing. Is how they set up the article, you would think that, oh, well, Fox contacted the psychic. Okay, to give an update on Trump. But then... (laughs) You read on, and this is what it says. It says, Former President Donald Trump may have a sense of loss in his future, according to his psychic on Fox News. On his primetime show Tuesday, Jesse Waters said he had recently received a delightful reading from a fortune teller at a dinner party. And when I asked her about Trump, she said there'd be grave injustice this fall, and we may not even have an election, he said. He introduced Paula Roberts, the English psychic, to give a second opinion on what's in store for Trump. Roberts, whose website describes her as a psychic, clairvoyant, and seer. I'm going to take a break from this article real fast. Those of you who are claiming to be prophetic seers for Jesus Christ, can you please go and relearn the definition of what a seer is and then reassess if you still want to be under that name or not? Okay? Just let's, let's go with what is of God, okay? We're not going to wear the cloak of righteousness, folks. Whenever it comes to the day of the Lord, that cloak is going to do you no good, okay? Our goal is to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, not, oh, well, I did it all in your name, but your hearts were far from him. Get it together. Back to the article. It says it pulled an ominous looking tarot card from her deck. Uh-oh, Water said. I mean, I do recognize that I'm at FOX TV, she prefaced her reading. A sense of loss, she predicted. A sense of loss, but it's very specific, she continued stammering. Let me move on. So, it goes on to say, it's as if he may be thinking more about what he's lost and not still taking full advantage of what he still has, she concluded. Waters replied, "That's a great interpretation, Paula." Um, then it goes on to Republicans against Trump, and this is a post on X, and it says this English psychic on Fox News had an ominous prophecy about Trump in 2024. And then it has like the video of what's in store for 2024. Then it goes on to say the Trump, the four front runner for the Republican presidential nomination has continued to peddle lies that 2020 election was rigged against him and has been laying the groundwork to make the same complaints should he lose this year. Facing four criminal indictments, he has cast the prosecutions as politically motivated attempts at election interference. Waters also asked Roberts for a reading on President Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a break from the article. Folks, be careful who you have in your networks, because if you are not opening the door to the devil on your life, somebody else may be using your name to open the door to the devil over your life unknowingly. Be careful, but whenever you get up into the limelight, such as these two, Trump and Biden, you have no idea what people are doing behind your back half the time except if your secret services are telling you, or if you have some other kind of, you know, informant, letting you know what is going on with your name at all times. And to be in that position to begin with anyways, you're not going to be able to be as detail-oriented as you like. You're going to have to get the synopsis, basically, of any situation and go from there. As far as the, the minute details, you depend on those who are doing the research and coverage for you and reporting back to you. So half the time, you're not even getting the lowdown on what's really happening. So, with this, it says, Lots and lots and lots of money, she said. (sighs) And uh, laughing, Waters asked, From China, ostensibly alluding to Republican allegations about Biden's involvement with his family's foreign business dealings. And then she replies with, Oh, you're cheeky, Roberts said. I didn't say that. From where? Okay, That's great. But here's some other things Uh, besides what this article is saying that I have been finding in my doom scrolling of searching out conspiracy theories, stuff like that, so I can debunk them or else, you know, do the research and bring the truth of the matter to the people. So they're not sitting there losing their minds and worry. Oh my God, could this be true? Because for some reason people hear things, And for some reason, their ability to go and research and use their own brain stops. And I don't get why. Either way, I've been doing that work for them to set some things straight. But through searching for this, I've saw other groups that have been in touch. Now you look at the the guy who was wearing the horns, who who was, I guess, uh, brought up there by QAnon, and he's supposed to be some big time spiritual guy. And he was a shaman. Folks, here's the bottom line. You cannot dine at the devil's table and the Lord's table and think you're going to carry the victory. So, close the door to the psychics. Close the door to the mediums. Close the door to anything that can create a gateway for more demons to enter in and even destroy you. Close the door. And if you have networks and people in your network that are prone to this, close that door too. This is crucial for any win. But either way, I went and I prayed. I wanted to know what is in store for someone who has any dealings with this, claims God but secretly is seeking this. What do we do? Whether it was just the Fox guy going to the psychic at a dinner party or whatever about Biden and about Trump. It's the fact that they're doing this. And what kind of demonic doors are opening. So after praying, God gave me something to read aloud on the show today. So let me go get those notes together. Be right back. You know, in the process of uh, my doom scrolling, I ran across a video of a woman who was saying, well, we're tired of hearing. We're going to go to hell. Let us go to hell and stop bothering us with your gospel and about Jesus Christ and etc. And I got to thinking well, flip the channel keep scrolling if it bothers you that bad but what you won't be doing is clogging up the system and keeping those away who could potentially love the Lord Okay, so step out of the way if you want to go to hell, go there it's your free will. But here's the thing. I don't. And since what I know about the love and just the glorious presence of Adonai and Yeshua, there is no changing my mind. There is no thinking I'm delusional and this stuff is really not happening. God is very real. Heaven is very real. God set things in place for us to follow. He set up an original design for human conduct. And we've done, as a human race, everything we can at times to go against that design. Will we still receive the blessing? Or even the prophet's reward that they speak of in Revelations? That is yet to be determined. The one thing's for sure. I, every day, Work, have faith, pray, repent, do everything I can to keep my salvation active and to keep my own soul in a right standing with God. And just because the world doesn't want to hear it is not stopping me. Because guess what? I was once where you were. I didn't want to hear about Jesus. I ran from him. Just to find out later in life, I ran for the, from the very solution, the very end story, end game, so to speak, of everything I was wondering why I didn't have or what was going on or why I was being challenged so much. He filled everything. Brought everything to complete clarity. He was. How? And what I needed to be fixed, to be complete, to be whole, to understand my purpose here on this planet. The same awaits those, including those who don't want to hear about God, who don't want to hear about salvation. Like I said, flip the channel. If you're hell-bent on going to hell, it's your free will. But I'm using my free will to glorify God, no matter what, at all cost. Now, upon praying for Trump in this article, and knowing what I've seen on the doom scrolling, all that stuff, you know, we cannot play both sides here. Plain and simple, we cannot, and usually playing both sides like this is a sign of desperation. God has shown me what is going on in the heart. I mean, a lot of this is just, if you were put through this much court case, this much court drama, you would be doing all you could to stay afloat too. He just got done paying out, what was it, $80 80000 Something like that? For uh, the last court case he was in? And it's like, the goal was to tear him apart, wear him down financially, and if that didn't work, get him arrested, put him in prison because then he won't be able to talk except for what letters he writes, and that's <laughs> in case you don't know about prison folks um they read all your letters and sometimes they don't mail them it just depends on the prison it just depends on what's in your letter because if you're gonna be you know making plans or trying to network and devilish ways, well then those letters aren't going to make it. <laughs> so that's what the hopes was. They were hoping to wear him down to nothing. And you know, I've, I still pray for him but I'm not prophesying his success because that's not what I'm seeing. And it's not that I'm agreeing with the psychic because I don't even, you know, contact them. I don't even, you know, interact with them. I don't have to. God gives me all I need. And if I want to know about the future, then I pray and I ask God. I don't seek the stars. I don't seek mediums. I don't seek psychics. I don't have to do that. Neither do you. Hello. God is there. He is waiting for you to reach out to him. Unfortunately, we've got to repent of any current sin that's in our lives. Because that leads to more problems. And it's difficult for God to help you whenever you're not trying to get in right standing with Him. So, I'm going to be reading to you out of the Torah, 1 Samuel, chapter 28. And it says that it came to pass in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for warfare, to fight with Israel. And Eshish said unto David, Know thou assuredly that thou shalt go out with me to battle, thou and thy men. And David said to Eshish, Surely thou shalt know what thy servant can do, And as she said to David, Therefore will I make thee keeper of mine head forever. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had lamented him, and buried him in Ramah, even in his own city. And Saul had put away those that had familiar spirits, and the wizards out of the land. And the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and pitched in Shumen. And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they pitched in Gilboa. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart greatly trembled. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. I'm going to take a break right there. If you haven't figured out, folks, what the devil's strategy is, he knows God doesn't always answer when we need him to at times. So he rushes to fill in the void with counterfeit. Understand this. And just know, if there's something you truly desire that has the potential to be a gateway to demonic interference. You will be greatly harassed and challenged, even though that should be reserved for the Lord to answer. We become impatient and seek the devil's ways because they're faster. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Verse 7 Then said Saul unto his servants, Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit, <laughs> that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, there is a woman that hath a familiar spirit at Endur. And Saul disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went, and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night, and he said, I pray thee, divine unto me, by the familiar spirit, and bring me him up, whom I shall name unto thee. Take a break right there. See, you can tell right here, Saul knows exactly he is not supposed to be doing what he's doing, and he ought to be shaking like a leaf the whole time he's doing it. a familiar spirit. Folks, that just goes to show you these psychics are not prophesying from their own. They are prophesying from a spirit they welcomed in so they could have the gift. This is how you know the difference in who is actually from God and who is not. But who is paying attention? But you can tell. He went at night. He changed his clothes. He didn't want nobody to know what he was doing. But you think you can hide from God? You cannot. Those things that are done in the dark will be brought to light. That is his word. And it will come to pass. Verse 9 And the woman said unto him, Behold, thou knowest what Saul hath done, how he hath cut off those that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then layest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die. Aside from this, Woe unto those who play both sides. Woe unto the unstable man with the unstable mind. For he will lose himself within himself. And that is what will be. Folks, brethren, let not your hearts be troubled. But seek the Lord while he may be found. Including the people I am talking about today. It would behoove you to do so. Get in right standing. Because the devil wasn't, he, he's not loyal. And especially after, you know, the situation like this where you go through and you're eliminating. And then you're going to seek them out. Thinking they're going to be honest and loyal with you. <laughs> no, they're going to be seeking your demise as well. verse 10 and Saul swear to her by the Lord (laughs) swearing to a second by the Lord come on really Uh, saying as the Lord liveth there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing Uh, verse 11 then said the woman whom shall I bring up unto thee and he said bring me up Samuel and when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spake to Samuel, saying, Why hast thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. And the king said unto her, Be not afraid, for what sawest thou? And the woman said unto Samuel, or er, said unto Saul, I saw God's ascending out of the earth. And he said unto her, What form is he of? And she said, An old man cometh up, and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me, and answereth me no more. Neither by prophets, nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee, that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. Then said Samuel, Wherefore then dost thou ask of me, seeing the Lord is departed from thee, and is become thine enemy? And the Lord hath done to him as he had spake by me. For the Lord hath rent the kingdom out of thy hand and given it to thy neighbor, even to David. Because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executest his fierce wrath upon Amalek. Therefore hath the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow shalt thou, and thy sons be with me. The Lord also shall deliver the host of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Then Saul fell straightway all along on the earth and was sore afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no bread all day, nor all night. And the woman came unto Saul, And saw that he was sore troubled, and said unto him, Behold, thine handmaid hath obeyed thy voice, and I have put my life in my hand, and have hearkened unto thy words, which thou spaketh unto me. Now therefore I pray thee, hearken thou also unto the voice of thine handmaid, and let me set a morsel of bread before thee, and eat, that thou mayest have strength when thou goest on thy way. But he refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman compelled him, and he hearkened unto their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat upon the bed. And the woman had a fat calf in the house, and she hasted and killed it, and took flour and kneaded it, and did bake unleavened bread thereof. And she brought it before Saul, and before his servants, and they did eat. Then they rose up and went away that night. As you all know, Saul didn't make it. He didn't make it. This is what happens. We can start out in the direction with God. We can gather God's people behind us. We can think we have the confidence in this very thing that it'll be unmovable. It will be loyal to us more so than we plan to be loyal to God. But do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that is what he shall plant within him. Folks, what a man eats, what a man says, is a reflection of what's in their heart, what's in their stomachs. And just know when you're fasting, God preserves you through the Holy Spirit to where you're not weak, you're not tired, you are kept. In this case, Saul was desperate. He knew. He knew. And here's the thing, you can't be deceptive without God's people eventually finding you out. Because God will place these people through a sifting performed by Satan. And the actual realities of what these people are doing are going to come to the forefront. Does Trump need to contact psychics? Have them at his table. Reach out to them privately. No. He shouldn't. But we're not going to have local members of the household saying star seeds, star children, stand strong. Because guess what? That is not of God. And all these ministries who are following need to wake up. You do not want to share in any curses here. Any backlashes, any repercussions. And you definitely don't want to go down with those who are destined to go down. Keep yourselves blemish free. Research what you're putting your everything behind. And a lot of these people who are dead set, they're very loyal for Trump. It's becoming obsessive for them. They're actually turning away family members who do not agree with them. It's causing division between households and stuff like that, except for those who are together with the same mind. But what I would encourage you to do, seek God. Seek His will. You know, I'm not sitting here saying that... Trump was a horrible president. He did a lot of good for this country. He's an amazing businessman. he have done amazing things, you know, in Israel. Whenever he was working with them and doing the Abraham Accord. You know, those were a lot of good things. Our economy was amazing. You know, I'm not saying that he was a horrible president and that he shouldn't be, but at the same time, you cannot play both sides and think you're going to win. God did not design this like that to where people would be successful in this way. They secure their own demise. So come out from them, separate from them, repent, get back in right standing with God that is the call. We have, what, what is it, uh, 10 more months before the actual election? And like I've said before, get ready for comments and, and um, censoring to be shut down. To where nobody has a voice anywhere on social media, etc leading them away, changing the narrative, giving their opinions, threatening or whatever people are doing right now, they won't be able to do it. So we have that time left that we could be praying. And the prayers that I've been lifting up on Trump's behalf is that he will seek God wholeheartedly. Repent, get in right standing. Because from that place is a place of victory. Okay? If you're standing in Saul's shoes, that is a place of eventual demise. As I've prophesied before about the political scene this year. We have a lot of people dropping out in endorsing Trump. We had some prophets who were prophesying that DeSantis would be the next president. Well, that didn't come true either. Got it. I did not pray about that. He didn't tell me what happened there. I think DeSantis would have been a good president, but I feel like the timing was off for some reason. Like, he was getting his feet wet in the waters later on. But don't give up, though. But later on. We'll see what God has to do, what he he has in mind. But as far as the elections, I see more key players coming in. I see last minute people coming in to run for candidate, to run for the presidency. Even, you know, I read a news article about Michelle Obama stepping in. Either way, it's not over yet.